Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about quarantine fatigue. Week number eight of the COVID pandemic crisis. Anger, anxiousness. All right, so today we're going to talk about, and just so you know, there's a lot of anger and anxiety going on with this podcast. Oh my goodness. Because this is the second full time we've tried to record, <sighs> the second full time we've recorded this, the third or fourth time we've tried to record this episode. Well, the first time we tried to record it, the, one of the cameras didn't work, and then one of the computers didn't work, and then we filmed sitting next to each other with the one camera and one computer, and we forgot to plug a mic in. And so it was already yeah. anger-filled, the, the other episode, and then when we found out that it didn't record, we were like, seriously? So that's why there, there hasn't been an episode in a while. <laughs> in a couple of weeks, so we apologize for that, for those uh, that listen weekly. We've been, we've been trying to get over our anger enough to record. So why is there so much anger? For me or in general? Well, for you and in general. For me... I have a lot of anxiousness and I don't know that I'm, I'm not really an angry person. You know that, but if we want to throw out the word anger, um, I would say because of uncertainty. I would agree with you. There's been a lot of uncertainty. Yes. And, and the inability to rifle through or sift through all the information what is true? What is correct? What are facts? It's, it's frustrating. It's, it's frustrating. very. So let's start with something very tangible. Okay. On uncertainty. Yes. Distance learning. Ugh. It's the worst. It's well, the worst. And, and this is not um, anything negative towards the teachers. Teachers are amazing. They're doing the best they can. I mean, literally so, the best so they can. So why are you so frustrated about distance learning then? Because... Um, they do not have the right thing in place to do distance learning for our children. Our school district, and I think many school districts across the country, are not set up for distance learning. Well, and they know that. I mean, this caught them completely off Of course, guard. of course. Right, so in fact, we've had quite the debate in our school district on pass-fail or grades yep. or all this, and there was so much back and forth, and we finally heard from the school district, it's pass-fail, and then three days later, a principal at our high school said, not so fast. We're going to actually put grades on your transcripts if you want. People were really upset about the pass-fail because if your child had worked really hard all semester up until March 13th, I think it was when Friday the 13th, when school ended for the last time, they worked really hard to have an A, right? And then they've worked hard being at home to keep that A and for them to just go, eh, too bad. People were really upset. Well, but then you also have some kids that are watching their siblings because both parents might be working, right? And they're now watching children all day long, and they can't do schoolwork like some of the other kids are. So it is a really tough situation, a lot of uncertainty. Oh, I'm glad I'm not making the decisions for oh, sure. And yeah. I mean, we could list all kinds of circumstances at home that don't make the distance learning fair, any decision they would have made wasn't going to be fair to someone. And, you know, it's frustrating. Well, and all this has caused anxiety, 
that is palpable. Yes. Right. I mean, yes. in the in our friends, we've heard some friends say one thing, some say another. It's been all, kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. So the uncertainty brings a lot of anxiousness. Now, we've seen this uncertainty also with uh, government. Uh, here in California, where we're at, uh, one day our governor said, weeks until we're in phase two, within 24 hours, he said days with the, we're in phase two. Because everybody went Richter and was like, what? The, the, but then phase two wasn't the first, it wasn't what he defined as phase two. No. It's a pre-phase yes, two. Yes, it's 1.75 phase. Like, <laughs> it is frustrating. It's, it's just people see mobs of people going to Lowe's and Home Depot and Target and Walmart, but yet all these small businesses are closed. So, you know, you can still go shopping and buy clothes and toys at Target or Walmart. But you can't go to Kohl's. But you can't go, yeah, you can't go, or to these small businesses. And or it's just, a small boutique. Yeah, or... so it's just the inequality seems frustrating. I'm just going to keep, the word is frustrating. And, uh, yeah. So. Now, let's talk about one thing. Yes. So, here in uh, California, in Sacramento County, where we're at, yes. there's an order in place, and it's very different from some of the other orders. And so you're not quite sure all the things that you're allowed to do. Right. Now, you went paddleboarding. I went paddleboarding, yes. And out, on our, out on our little lake yep. here near and, the town. And, you know, I parked on the street, walked down with lots of other, not lots of other people, but I mean, there were other people there. There's a crowd of people. There was no. not a crowd. There was not a crowd. I swear, I'm not a monster. There was not a crowd. There was a few people that were going. And yes, so I was worried the whole time that I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something wrong. And uh, yeah. So you were worried about it. And then, so when you came home, you actually looked up in the order and it said what? It said that that was allowed, and I felt so much better. Yeah, but you kept, you were like really anxious about it when you got home. I was. I just, I don't want to be a flippant person and, you know, ignore the things that we're being asked to do. I'm trying to be a responsible citizen, so I really don't. But I really wanted to get out of the house, and that sounded delightful to go do that. And, um, but yeah, but I also don't want to thumb my nose at, you know, what we're supposed to be doing. Right. So there obviously are things that we're not allowed to do right now. Right. Uh, but in the most part, our, th our lives are actually, I think, better from my perspective. I mean, the family, we're closer together. We're closer together. Right. We're I closer mean, together. I just, I don't even care about going out to restaurants. I don't care about going to movies. So what is it? What is it that you miss? I guess. I miss our friends. I miss our family. Um, that's what I miss. I just miss people. I don't miss things, just people. So, yeah. So I think that's where a lot of the anxiety comes is there's things we're missing out on and we don't know when that's going to come back. Yes, exactly. Right. So, yeah, but there are things you can go do, right? You can, especially now, they've loosened it up a little bit with the outdoor activities. A lot of outdoor activities you can do. They still have, in California, they still have the parking lots closed to the lakes and things, but you can be on the lake. So if you can figure out a way to get there, to, if you want, don't mind walking, um, they say you can go boating, but yet all the boat ramps are closed. So I don't know. So I guess you're, you have to already be on. Yeah. If you have a boat on a slip, I guess, then I guess you're good. Yeah. So, okay. It's confusing. A lot of uncertainty that builds into all this anger 
and anxiety. We're seeing it in we're seeing it in social media. Some of our friends have voiced it. Um, it's kind of that's going to cause a lot of problems if we don't figure out how to manage. Okay, so now we're going to talk about fighting quarantine fatigue. But before we start talking about that. You've probably noticed (laughs) there's people walking in the background. You'll hear some construction noises. Our AC has been on its last leg for two, three years. It's 30 years old. Literally, it was duct taped together. Literally. Um, So we're getting new air conditioning units today today so this goes into that this episode is our angry anxious episode because (laughs) we're even doing it during construction so you'll have to bear with some of the other noises well we need we needed to do it today because we do have an exciting thing happening later today which we'll talk about in our lemonade moment oh okay so i can't talk about it yet no 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 okay let's save it all right so let's talk about fighting quarantine (laughs) fatigue this is a real thing um, they, um, psychologists have studied, um, uh, cabin fever, quarantine fatigue, cause this is not the first time that people have been quarantined. Now this is, this is, it's been over a hundred years since we've had a pandemic. Yes. And since we've had quarantine that's affected pretty much the whole world. The whole world. Like this is crazy. Like when I really stop and think about it, it's crazy. It is pretty crazy. I just, it's well, crazy. And you know, sometimes when you think about it, and this is one of the first things they talk about, acknowledge your feelings. When you think about the whole world is going through something together, it makes you feel kind of like we're in this together instead of why am I being singled out? It's true. And, you know, we have heard that we're all in this together, which makes me think of High School Musical. We're all in this together. <laughs> anyway, but... People in other states that are now starting to open, like I saw that people can go, you know, get their hair done in some places and they can go, you know, have friends over in some places. I'm jealous. I'm envious. I'm coveting. So I'm getting, even though we're all in this together, we're not all in this equally together. No, we're not. And you could tell my hair is getting a little poofy. Well, Governor Newsom says that that's not until phase three, which is like eons away. So I think we're going to look like cavemen and women. Yeah, I think it is. Except our dog, she got her hair groomed because that's legal, but you can't get your hair cut. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So So at least our dog doesn't look like a mangy mud anymore. We may have to like make a run to the border, (laughs) escape into a different state so we can get our hair cut. Yeah, we may have to do that. Now, so acknowledging your feelings is number one. Oh, I have a lot of feelings yes, I could acknowledge. A lot the of them. The second one is get outside and go on a walk. This is so, this is really what's saving us, I think. It was, I mean, we are outside a lot. We, we bought some patio furniture. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah, we have, one. yeah. Um, we bought some new patio furniture, and so we're sitting outside all the time. The weather's been magnificent. Um, that's a blessing of living here in California. And being outside is huge. You know, they found something interesting. In the pandemic of the Spanish flu in 1918, patients did much better when they were put out in the sun's sunshine. Uh, so there's something about getting outside. And everyone tells you, all the epidemiologists say, get outside, go on a walk. Luckily, they're encouraging that here. They haven't blocked any 
bike paths or, or walking right. paths here, which is a good thing. They haven't. They're letting us, we have a lot of trails here where we live in Folsom and they're all open. They're all open. Now, the next thing it says on here is make regular phone calls, video chats, reaching out to people. That's extremely important. <laughs> I love that noise in the background. It's awesome. Okay. I have, I would like to acknowledge my feelings about the video chats now. <laughs> okay. How has that changed? <laughs> I'm getting tired of them. I'm getting tired of the Zoom calls. I'm getting Zoom fatigue. I am. Because? Because it's... It's not the same. Like at first it was like, oh, this is fun. La, 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 la. And now it's just like, like when you try and talk and there's five people trying to talk and then you all try and then you all stop and then nobody talks. And, oh, it's just, it's not the same. And I'm, I'm getting doom fatigue. So turn off the video on it. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you can see it or not. It's about that you're not in the same room together. You don't see the, you're not seeing each other's cues. There's a lag. There's, it's just, it's not the same. All right, but is it, is it better than nothing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Paige has some real issues with I told you uh, I wanted to video. acknowledge. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging those feelings. <laughs> All right. So interacting with others is important. Now, you've done this by um, social distancing, yes. right? Uh-huh. You still do social distancing, going on walks with your friends, but you're still staying apart. Yes. But you can still have that interaction with, with some people. Yeah. Trying to limit how many people you're having interaction with. Yeah. I mean, it's only, still... I've only gone on a couple of walks and yeah. So that's an important thing. I know this next uh, advice that they have, you're going to just love to death. It's mindfulness. Oh, whatever. Mindfulness. I can't even, I can't achieve mindfulness right now. Can you tell? So I want to talk about mindfulness for a second. Um, was it last year, a year and a half ago, you got me um, three days or, or three sessions at oh. the float spa. Yes. Right. And that's all about mindfulness, right? It's all about total sensory deprivation and quiet for like 45 minutes. It's about boringness. <laughs> Oh my. I loved it. I thought it was great. I know. We came out, we both went at the same time and we come out and you're like, oh, that was amazing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that was the longest hour of my life. It wasn't even an hour. It was only 40 minutes. <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> oh, painful. So maybe you need some more practice on blocking everything out. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone I'm going to block out here yeah, real soon. I know. <laughs> Okay, another thing they had on here was go for a short drive in your car. Get out of what you're seeing every day. Yes. Um, even what you can walk around. Get out in your car, drive around, even if you're not going anywhere in particular. Some counties uh, have restrictions on travel in the county. Um, but, you know, try and keep in mind when you're going out. Uh, like some of our neighbors went out for a five-hour drive up around Tahoe and back and never stopped. Yeah, they never stopped. They never got out. Because you have to keep in mind, some of these counties, they don't have as strong as a medical infrastructure that we do here in Sacramento County. They may be weary of strangers stopping off at, you know, and getting things. And yeah, so that's just common courtesy in some respects. It's a good idea. I, I talked to my mom yesterday and she was saying that she goes out with my sister they she gets in the car she doesn't go into the stores but she sits in the car so she at least she gets out so she just waits in the car while my sister might run into the store or run into the bank or whatever but she stays in the car 
Yeah, well, but sometimes you just need a change of scenery. Yep, you do, right? Yep. Um, and the last thing to note here is sometimes suffering in the short term is going to pay off in long. This is really hard right now. It is. It is eight weeks in. It's hard. Like I'm, I some and I hate to say I'm so over it because that sounds so callous. But there are moments where I definitely feel like that, where I'm just like, oh my goodness, I just want to go back to normal life. And I then realize there is not going to be a normal life, what we are used to, what happened three months ago for a long time. I, I, and I, that I, brings me more anxiousness and anger. Well, because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't. It's, you know, ugh. one week it seems like things are going great. And then the next week we see new numbers coming out and then everyone's questioning the numbers. And Well, and it seems it's so strange for us here. We live in the land of the free, right? And we are being told what we can do, when we can do it. Who we can do it with. Who we can do it with. And that is not something that us in the United States are used to. And it is frustrating, right? We're just waiting. We're waiting for them to tell us what we can do. And it is... Well, some people aren't waiting. No, people are angry and they're getting out there. And I, I think we're you and I are trying to find a, a happy medium. We're not, um, we're not completely on either side all the way. We're somewhere in the middle going, we want to be respectful. We want to be good citizens. Um, we're not extreme on, in either direction. We just want to get through this at, as the best we can and not... And without going crazy. Without going crazy <laughs> while still following the law, right? Right, exactly. Okay, we talked about fighting quarantine fatigue. Now let's talk about fighting anger and anxiousness. I know they sound similar, but they are very different. I really need to pay attention to this section of our podcast. <laughs> yes, you I do. Need, I need some help. I need some help. All right. Oh. So one of the one of the things top on the list when and we read this in some articles and we've experienced it ourselves. You have to limit how much time you're spending on social media and the news. You know what? I actually yesterday was Mother's Day. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. And I was barely on my phone. In fact, I until we went to bed, I don't think I'd looked at the news once. Hadn't looked at any kind Wasn't of social it a media. Wonderful day then. It was. It was. It was almost freeing. No, we're not saying stick your head in the sand. No, and be completely disconnected no, from the situation. But, but take a break. Yeah, I'm. I I literally I was checking the numbers five, six, seven times a day. Right, on um, the numbers as they're coming in from all the counties across yeah. the United States, that doesn't do me any good. And the social media, I mean, everybody has an opinion and everybody has the platform to share it. And sometimes that can be exhausting. So, what if you're not reading on the news all day long? So, someone said limit it to 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. An hour a day. Right. That's it. Do your check in, see what you need to see, and move it along. Right. Um, so what are you going to fill your other time with? Because now we have got lots of time on our hands, supposedly. I don't know. Maybe record a podcast, um, <laughs> redo a bathroom. No, there's, there's, there's things you can do, right? And new, new hobbies, right? New hobbies. So we decided to 
redo our bathroom. Not a partial redo. When I say redo, we didn't rip anything out except for the old mirror and the old lighting fixtures, the old faucets. And, um, yeah, nothing at all. Nothing at all. But I mean, we didn't we redo, you know, the sinks or the so shower. I am so sore. I can't even tell you. I know. Darren spent the entire day Saturday underneath well, the sink. On my back, underneath oh, the sink. Oh, man. He was a trooper. But it is looking so good. It was the last bathroom in our house to update. From 30 years old yeah. plumbing. We so. we have rid ourselves of the brass. And no, it looks... It looks I mean, the brass is going to come back in. We is it? just kept it. Is it? Okay. <laughs> We'll put up a picture of our new bathroom. So we're not the only ones that have been doing home improvement. Because oh, my goodness. I can tell you, you know, a home improvement project is is not good till you've been to Lowe's or Home Depot at least eight times. And we went there eight times in two days. Yes. And everyone else in Folsom was at there as well. It is crazy how packed it is. Crazy. So we, we've been making jokes that I guess they're allowed to have, I think, four or 500 people in their store at a time. But yet we can't have our church services so we were saying well let's just all meet at lowe's you know women women in the garden men at the granite kids in the lumber and let's have our church services like we can all meet there like it's kind of crazy the you know it it is crazy but that is something that i've seen a lot of people doing home improvement gardening, yep. being outside, those are all good things. Those are um, huge, huge right now. So yes. And you know what? They are helping the economy as well. Money is still flowing. That's good. That's good things. That is good. So yes, we, we have been uh, doing our bathroom. Um, might be a good time to read some more. Some people, you know, always think about, oh, I just, I want to read that book. I wish I had time to read that book. Maybe take some time, read a book. We, we've been super crazy busy, so... I, I haven't read a book. You well, I mean, you're homeschooling. My work has just been completely busy. Yep. Um, so I'm not, I'm lucky that I'm not one of the ones that off. And, yes. And my work has slowed down. Mine has picked up um, dramatically. Yeah. So it's been a busy time. But there are a lot of people that aren't as busy. Yeah. Great, Great example yeah. of that is right down the street from us. Oh, my goodness. The party There's house. The party house. There are, what, 10, 20-somethings, right? Millennials. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably in their mid to late 20s. They're obviously all laid off um, getting their, their lovely unemployment checks. and Their COVID checks. Their COVID checks. And, and it is a party down there every single day. Every day. I think there's like two or three guys that live in the house. And then the girls come in every day around noon in their string bikinis. And uh, they hang. I didn't hang, know that. They, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you haven't noticed. <laughs> they hang out out front. Like they don't even, they're not hiding it at all. The backyard must be shaded because... They lay out, they play uh, beer pong and wiffle golf, and yeah, they so, it's party. I don't know if that's necessarily a sanctioned um, COVID activity, but I'm not at least sure. they're not going crazy. They're super friendly when we walk by, and yeah. you know, I'm just going to mind my own business, and <laughs> they're minding their, sort of their own business with 10 other people. Now, other things that we've seen, some um, higher education um, have done online classes for free. Yes. So, you know... Try and fill your time with something that's productive, something that uh, improves you. Right. That will help um, build up endorphins in you and help you get over some of that anger and anxiousness. Well, the last thing you want to do is get to the end of this quarantine and go, what did I do? Did I just, all I did was binge watch TV. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that really what you want to go? Oh, that's all I spent my time doing. So if that's all you're doing right now, it's not too late. 
do do something else do you can there's painting classes online there's drawing tutorials online there's, Bob Ross there's much Bob Ross yeah, there's all kinds of things out there right now that you can learn um things to do so get out there so hobbies now another thing we can do with helping anxiousness and this is helping other people's anxiousness maybe not our own is wearing a mask when you go out yes this is a very controversial topic to wear or not to wear the mask and i won't tell you how we i won't say how where we sit on where whether we think you should or should not wear a mask but we are wearing a mask to we read some article about how it's not about you necessarily if you feel like you don't need to wear a mask it might be about the person next to you that had to go out maybe they're very afraid and it's about making them feel comfortable right and you know people and some of our friends that are in the medical field don't wear masks when they go out they say it's a joke nope, it doesn't they refuse. Really do anything yep. but for us we're doing it because maybe there's an elderly person there that may be at risk that has to go to the grocery store we're just doing it to say hey you know what we're gonna we're gonna make you feel more at ease right and i hate it i absolutely oh, hate shit, it you do <laughs> i don't put it on till the second i walk into the store i take it off the second i walk out of the store like i feel like i'm gonna suffocate but if i'm making someone else in that store feel better um that's fine I'm, and i'm certainly not judging the people that aren't wearing them no. there's no judgment going on but that's what we decided that we would wear them to to see if we could help other people feel better about it. All right, so here's another great thing that we've been doing a lot lately, playing games with the family. We've done that a lot. Card games, board games. Yep, uh, Switch games. Switch games, you know, whatever we Lots can. Lots of games. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and I think it's building uh, stronger relationships yeah. with our kids and with us. Yep. We also, um, with Sam, we picked a movie. We've, this is the second one now, a movie series to watch. So we watched... Lord of the Rings, and now we're doing the Marvel movies in chronological order of how they should have been released, not how they were released, right? Of, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, and we're not, it's not even like back to back. We, I mean, sometimes it's a three or four days before we watch another one, but that's kind of when we're like, oh, what should we, it's just kind of nice to have something that. something to look forward yeah. to. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Now, the other thing that I think has been wonderful, and you've really kind of spearheaded this, it gets rid of us thinking about ourselves, which a lot of anxiety builds up when you start internalizing everything. Oh, I'm anxious. And, you, and it builds on top of itself. It's serving others. Yes. When you spend time going, I, 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 I can't do this. I can't do this. I, I, I start thinking about others and what you can do. And, and it's, it can be as small as the kids have been having fun with sidewalk chalk. We've been drawing on people, neighbors, driveways. Super fun, and that just brightens someone's day. Nice things on their driveways. Yes, please draw nice things on the driveway. Don't go if you're having an anger moment. Please don't go out and draw sidewalk chalk unless you can control that anger. But no, no I mean if if you feel like um, you can take treats to someone if they're not going to throw them away, or if you have a store bought treat or something that you had delivered and you want to take it out to your friends, or maybe even just calling someone and seeing how they're doing. Yeah, call them, check in on them. A neighbor, yep. an old friend. Yep. Someone you haven't seen, maybe your soccer buddies uh, yeah. or baseball pals, whatever it is. But I think that that really helps the anger and anxiousness if you start thinking of someone else besides yourself.
Okay, so the lemonade moment of the week has to do with the disparity of quarantines in different states. Yes. So in Utah, where our grandbabies live, they've never been on shelter in place. Um, And we have been, so we haven't been able to go visit them. Um, But a lemonade uh, moment out of lemons would be they would not be able to come visit us because Rachel, our daughter, would still be teaching school if COVID didn't hit. She is now doing online learning, right? Distance learning. And she's kind of ready to have a little break with the kiddos because she's been, you know, inside the house trying to... Trying to teach and watch a four-year-old and a one-year-old. One-year-old. So they hopped in the car and they're on their way here right now. And I am so excited. Right. So we're we're excited because we're not able to actually leave. They can leave and come right. here. Yep. We're not allowed to actually go there right now. Yep. Um, so we're super excited for them to come. And if people want us to quarantine for two weeks after they come, because That's that is just fine. <laughs> I will I'm do whatever that. it takes to see my grandbabies. <laughs> If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.